Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Philadelphia. I watched the second half of Philadelphia. And this is, is the, the other, other half. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. It's a thing we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've watched a lot of really positive. Should we actually introduce what Thanksgiving is? It's basically like there's yeah. no Thanksgiving movies. So instead, we watch uh, Tom Hanks movies that we haven't seen before. I realize we should also introduce the concept of our podcast every time we start a podcast. Should we do that? I feel like that's something we don't do. We don't do that because a lot. what if people like well, come in and fill their own episode and they go? I mean, though it is everywhere, all over our page. Not only that, our it. intro says, "I watch the first half, I watch the second half." Okay, scrap that idea. <laughs> there we go. Working on the fly. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But uh, yeah, so and for the last couple of years, we've watched a lot of Tom Hanks movies that are you know funny, like comedy movies. You know, like we watched romantic. two. We watched two. <laughs> But it was the thing is, uh, what was the two we watched Splash and Splash and Joe versus the Volcano, which oh, we yeah. really like Joe versus the Volcano. That was a good movie. We were just OK with Splash. And the thing is, is, though, is is Thanksgiving is more than just, you know, a couple laughs with friends and like mm-hmm. happiness. It's also about like deep uh, love and remembrance and, you know, the right for people to, you know, be treated equally and mm-hmm. with respect. And so with that, we figured we would watch instead. A very sad movie, <laughs> or a movie that is well known for being a very dark subject matter. Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I, well, okay. So I watched the first half. I, I don't and know I watched the, the second I, half. I, and I, this I, is the other. <laughs> I don't know where the um, tone goes, but I felt like this is actually a, a, a had like a, a positive kind of. Oh, absolutely. Vibe. Like it was at least like sure the subject matter was really really sad yeah. and the situation was bad, but like. I felt like it was very uh, uplifting in some ways, despite like... It's very hopeful. Yeah, hopeful. I guess that's the word. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, another reason I wanted to watch this movie, too, is uh, Jonathan Demi. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. It was directed this film. He also directed um, uh, Sounds of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what he's primarily known for. And Stop Making Sense, the Talking Heads uh, oh, yeah. concert movie. Uh, he passed away recently. Mm. And so I was like, well, better late than never. We got to watch, you know, a movie of his. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of interesting, like, carryover from this movie. Even a movie like uh, a um, Silence of the Lambs, which is, you know, a psychological thriller. There's a lot of similarities, uh, especially in, like, the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, this movie uh, was an interesting film to watch. Hmm. Uh, it's going to be really hard to talk about because it's just a really serious film. And it's really hard to make jokes about. Interesting. Yeah. Did you like Tom Hanks in this movie? Should we talk a little bit about what it is? Like, I feel like the plot is pretty obvious. Like, it's about a guy. See, I didn't know the plot at all. Oh, you didn't? No, I Oh, didn't. I knew. I, I knew it was about AIDS. But yes. I didn't know what context or why it was about AIDS. And it was like, man, no, it's the real subject about AIDS. It's like discrimination, especially during the, uh, I don't know. Is this set during the 90s? I think or? it's set during the 80s. Okay. I think. Because it's May 93, but right. I don't know if it's set earlier. I Maybe it is. I, I know remember. it's 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 inspired by, but not specifically based on an actual event. Oh, that makes sense because, like, back in the day in the eighties when there was the AIDS, um, they do bring up th- that he contracted AIDS in eighty four and eighty five. So well, it could, could have happened could have in later eighties, is what I'm that's saying. True, yeah, yeah. But by this time, like, the AIDS epidemic hadn't exactly died down. It's, it was very much a thing that was happening, but. Mm. Um, it, but Red was yet to come under, out. People under, so people, the world wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, people at this point understood that at least AIDS could not 
be yes. transmitted via like People, touching or like any sort of like airborne thing or anything it was like a sexually that. transmitted disease yeah it was, or it was a bodily, of the fluid, blood. Yeah. bodily fluids type thing where it's right. like unless you uh share blood or get a blood transfusion or have sex with someone you're probably gonna be okay but even so um this was i, I think the other thing the movie deals with it's also a time when people were like it was like very subtly homophobic. You know what I mean? Oh no, they're very openly homophobic. Well, I mean, like they're not just screaming, you know, like terrible words all the time, but it's, you know, they, they try to, they, they don't completely act like Tom Hanks is like a non-human being is what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Or is that, does that happen? And later in the movie, people are being very like, uh, it's, it's kind of like the perfect way to deal with certain issues like this, where it's like, this person is a normal person, but they also hate this person, but they don't want it to be obvious. And maybe it's not even obvious to them how much they hate that person, but they clearly hate that person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that how it is? Kind of, it but like, I feel like some people are very open. Like, it's like, hey, we're all hanging out with their buddies now. Let's talk about how much you don't like uh, homosexuals. That definitely happens in my movie, in yeah. my half of the movie so too. So it's like, it's pretty open, but you know, you do it with your friends. And it's like, it's, it's interesting seeing that like, especially now with like gay rights, um, coming so far now, oh, Australia is now it will. I know. Now, uh, oh, good night, mate. That <laughs> <laughs> now people don't say cut anymore; they yeah. say cock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing, you cock? <laughs> is that a homophobic joke? I hope. I it don't is think it. so. I think that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We gotta put some jokes in there somewhere. This movie is a very serious. I know. Film. We gotta have some fun, and it deals with a very serious subject. Like I was just uh, watching. I didn't finish it, but I was watching the documentary "How to Survive a Plague." The other day, you know about that? No. Holy fucking shit, guys! It's on Netflix. Check it out. It was a horrific time in like the early to mid '80s during the AIDS crisis. Like the government did not give two shits about gay people and were a okay with them just dying. Yeah. Most people in higher government assumed like this was God wanting to rid us of people who you know were not following the natural law. Like, mm -hmm. holy. Holy shit, that was a terrifying, horrifying yeah, situation. And that sort of stuff kind of comes in in this movie, too, where it's just like, they're like, oh, well, you know, even the main character's like not even helping him because he still disagrees with like everything he does. And it's like, I don't like what he does. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe he does deserve this or whatever in some ways. Jesus Christ. In some ways, like yeah. in lesser words. But um, yeah, that it was just, it shows very... And is it in a very, I guess, safe way in a lot of ways? Oh, yeah. Well, like, this was one of the first, like showings of something like this yeah like i mean here's a couple of weird things that are weird to me first off tom hanks is i believe a straight man in real life yeah so it's kind of weird having him play a gay man true um to me but i mean but again this was like 93 90s but still tony I, banderas is also in there as a gay man yeah and i'm sure I mean, he's a straight man as well yeah um but like it, it seems weird now to see that and be like oh, why did you cast that but i guess like at least they're showing and back then i was like at least they're showing like hey Hey, normal like white nuclear family. Like, right. let's talk about some. This issues could happen that, to a Tom Hanks. Yeah, like, don't you love a Tom Hanks? <laughs> Do you like the Tom Hanks? <laughs> don't Do you, you like your splashes you like and your Joe versus Vulcan? Yeah, Toy Story had come out yet. Ninety four. Oh, soon. Yeah. So maybe some people are like, "What's I like Toy Story? What's this other movie that just came out?" <laughs> don't so you like your your bosom buddies and yeah. big? Well, look, he's got AIDS. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do about it, you nuclear feel, family? You feel bad now. Well, also, I actually was reading up on this, how they made an effort to make sure that normal average people watch this movie. They yeah, got, I was uh, going to say, like, this is a very much like, um, uh, it, it doesn't show, uh, how can I say this? It doesn't show like the uh, more uh, out of the norm 
uh, gay lifestyles, I guess. Well, so it's like these guys are just like, it's a stable couple, you know, all oh, yeah. just one-on-one person. Right, right, right. So it's very much like, this is a very safe story, but also shows like how shitty these people who just because they did one thing different mm-hmm. are treated. Well, yeah, like, and you have plenty of people who are straight also contracting a disease like this. Yeah, too. that's also another example. Yeah. But there is one point where, okay, we got to get into this movie. Okay. I, I find that, this very fascinating, this conversation. Because, that, because right. there is a point where it's like, just talk oh, about that, this. They're yeah. like, oh, that's okay. Yeah, I heard about that, the lady, right? Oh, yeah, you might have been there, actually. You might have seen that scene. No, I, it was talked about during the court case oh, okay. of the movie. This lady. Uh, had also contracted AIDS, but they were okay with the fact that she had AIDS, but did it's not because like, she got it because of the transfusion. And it, they they actually said the defense's case. Yeah, I'll bring this up later. Was that um, it was not because of her promiscuous behavior or anything she yes. wanted to do. It was an accident. And it's like, I mean, it's also kind of an accident too. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like just because you have sex with a man doesn't mean you're being promiscuous. Yeah, that's an interesting thing about the court case when we get into it. Uh, fuck it. Let's just get into it. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> let's just talk about it. But All one, right, so one thing I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. really quick: they got Bruce Springsteen to make the music for it because he was really big in Middle America. Ah, that's how they got a lot of Middle America to come to this film. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah I, w- I wouldn't it, honestly looking at like all the marketing and stuff around it and what I've known about this movie. I knew it was about AIDS, but I did not know it'd go into this amount of detail. Oh, really? The movie just because of how I felt around it. It's like kind of one to get like the average person, like average nuclear family or oh, yeah, middle yeah. America to, to come to in and care like, about this, yeah, this exactly. problem and these people. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, we got some good music going at the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning, it shows, look, a combination of Philadelphia and all the people living in it. Isn't it a great city? It's a city of love. And here's a weird thing. City of brotherly love. Brotherly love. That's why. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> it's funny because. This is a side note, completely not serious, but you know, movies, they show like an animal and the animal's like hanging out, doing its own thing. And for some reason, that animal makes no sign of making a noise, but they make a noise anyway. Oh yeah. I hate it when it's that It's like happens. a horse, like walking. It's like, yeah, I'm walking. I'm a horse. And then and you it's hear like, <laughs> what if people don't recognize it's a horse? <laughs> what if they're, we gotta know it's a horse. So we're gonna put the horse sound in, put the horse sound in. Even or else, though its mouth isn't opening. Yeah. It's like walking off. It's like a horse would not neigh, like just walking around. You should have, well, they should have put a little like string and a hook in the horse's <laughs> mouth. So it could have neighed at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we start off with uh, Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks side by side, trying to argue about this construction building thing. So very clearly they're both lawyers, both on different sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. Trying to do something. And I was like, Seems like they work together. They have a friendly rivalry. Like they they leave the place, and it's like very very clearly, um, you know, they're like, ah, well, that was fun. Let's whatever. Let's leave and go do something else. Um, and then immediately, Tom Hanks is getting blood work done at the AIDS clinic. Oh shit! <laughs> like they jump right into it. They don't. They don't. This is a long movie. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and man, some people in there look terrible. Like they look. Hey, that's mean. Okay, just just because they're ugly doesn't mean no. that you can insult them. Right? They have so, AIDS. Y- yes. Because they're sick. <laughs> I'm saying like. Are you saying people who have AIDS are ugly? No. <sighs> Ethan, you have got to cut that out of the <laughs> I can't win. I don't know how to come back from this. Okay. Uh, so these people are like, you know, really thin. They're very thin. Yeah. Very sickly looking. Yes. 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 Uh, ugly. Would you say? <laughs> They're not their best looking selves. Right, I'll say right, that. right, right. Um, so Hideous. Tom, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Oh man. So they're yeah, they're really so, sickly. So Tom Hanks is doing some corporate stuff, and it's like, oh man, he's a lawyer. You can tell he's doing lawyer stuff, and it's very important. He seems to do well at work. Like everyone seems to kind of like him. Mm-hmm. Has a good repertoire with everyone. He seems to work late. Um, and he gets the results back from his blood tests, and it seems like he has good T cells and good platelets. So he's oh. all doing good, and he tells his mom, and she's very happy and all that stuff. That's great. So um. Uh, so he's burning the midnight oil. It's really late. He's working late. So you, you can tell, like, it's already establishing Tom Hanks is a hard worker. He's a hardworking he lawyer, man. Exactly. So some people call him upstairs, and they it's basically all the higher up. So he works at a firm, and it's got, like, one of those names where it's, like, Wheeler, blah, 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 Sanders, blah, 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 and blah. It's right, firm, right, which is, right. I think it's always a weird name to put your firm. Like, can you put something cool, like... Like a one name. Yeah, like, can you not have your stupid name on everything? Nah, man, these people went to college for so long, and they've accomplished so much, they want their name on the, the, the we'll side of the building. We'll put up our own law firm, we're gonna name it ourselves. Why don't you just name it something dope, and then put it under, people can read it, and say they found it. Why don't you name it, like, Cool Lawyers Inc., or something? <laughs> that would actually be pretty sweet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sweet Lawyers Law. I don't know, like, something, yeah. like, you're not gonna be taken serious unless you have your stupid name on the board? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you have a, a law, come on, Ethan, if you need representation, are you gonna go to Cool Lawyers Inc. or are you going to go to the place that has all the cool names on the side of the building? Those aren't cool names. This is old white people names. Yeah, people aren't going to get you off. Not fucking like Cool Brothers uh, Lawyer cool, Incorporated. Cool bros. Cool bro cool lawyers. Cool degrees. <laughs> you show up, it's just a bunch of like white, like hey, young what's kids. Up? We're disrupting the law firm industry. <laughs> yeah, are you going to go to fucking Denzel Washington who works at a nice firm with a bunch of names on the front of the like building? I don't, are you gonna does go he work with a bunch of nice firms and names? Because everyone calls him the TV lawyer. Oh, is he the TV lawyer? He's the TV lawyer. I'm sorry. I thought he worked for the firm. Exactly. He's a way more cool lawyer. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway. So, um, they call him upstairs and they're like, Hey, uh, we got you this big case. We want you to work it. Cause we're really proud of how you've been doing. He's like, Oh, cool. I think it's called the, uh, it doesn't matter. It has no, I mean, it's a case that's very important. And basically they're like, okay, you got to do this case. Okay. Um, and okay, cool. So he does it. He's like, I think I want us to, you know, he's, he shows initiative and all those things. Oh, it's called the Highline case. Okay. It still doesn't come into play later. Uh, I mean, that's the whole lawsuit's about. Anyway, um, <laughs> it does matter. Oh, okay. Um, so, so he's, they're hanging out and having a meeting, but they're actually, and he's like very happy about it. And at one point someone says, hey, what's that on your head? And he goes, oh, I uh, hit my head playing racquetball. Oh. That's important. I know. Uh, <laughs> I saw the last Shut test. up, dude. I'm telling the audience. <laughs> so, um, there's a next section is him at, uh, I guess, someone's house. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get ready for the case, but okay. he's trying to put on foundation to cover up the sores. He's doing a, who are, he's wearing lady, makeup? Yeah, the lady's doing, a, the lady's doing a horrible job putting his foundation. Putting makeup on it? It's orange. He's like, is this too orange? She's like, it'll cover up the lesions best. I'm like, yeah, but also you look like a weird clown. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's terrible. He's like, I'm sad about this, but he starts to feel sick. Uh-huh. And so he goes, goes to the bathroom and like, throws up and feels real sick. He's like, I have to go to the hospital. So he goes to the hospital and then, um, uh, Tom Hanks' lover appears, or uh, partner, I guess. Antonio Banderas. Uh, Antonio Banderas, who does literally nothing in this movie, at least in my half. <laughs> he cries a lot. That's does one he? thing he does. Okay, well, that's probably something. Is he not, isn't he not given a lot in the first half? He's just like, I'm here. I care about him. That's about it. Oh. Um, so um, they're like, hey, um, Tom Hanks, we're going to have to go. The doctor says, I, we're going to have to do a, a colonoscopy, and it's going to be real painful. He's like, Antonio Banderas is like, why haven't you exhausted all the other options? He's like, well, because we just want to exhaust this one first because if it's that way, it's real bad and we need to take care of it. Mm. 
And he's like, oh, I'm crazy, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll just table it and do it a little bit later. I'll come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the hospital, he gets a call, f- like a bunch of pages from work. So he goes and picks up the phone to pay phone. It's like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, no, we lost the complaint to the Highline case. He's like, really? You lost the complaint? He's like, that's impossible. I had it there. Um, I'll come in as soon as I can. So they go in and he goes and gets the high goes and gets the Highline case. Sorry, it's like a weird train going on outside. <laughs> Never heard the train go like I that. I know. Loud. I don't think we're even near a train. We are near a train. Oh, are we? Yeah. Oh. There's a train track. Oh, like yeah, not that that's far. right. I forgot about that train track. It's not, it doesn't usually honk though. No. Honk? honk? What's the word trains do? Toot toot. <laughs> I think it doesn't toot toot. Yeah, this train doesn't toot toot that often. Um, not like that. Not like that. Yeah. Finally, the first toot toot from this train. <laughs> um, so Highline case is going crazy. So he goes, um, bah. Uh-huh. Um, and Tom makes like every problem has a solution. So he goes and cuts to the next thing. And it's Denzel Washington's wife has a baby. He turns out he's a TV lawyer, man. You see him on the, on the TV. Actually, you see him on the TV while Tom Hanks is on the phone. He's like, I recognize that guy. Um, and uh, he's a fast talking dude and everyone seems to be happy with him. He has a new baby girl. Um, lives in a nice house for a TV lawyer too. I don't think I saw his house. Oh, okay. Yeah, he lives uh, in like a I really mean, great neighborhood. He's a lawyer. A lawyer is no matter what, make a lot of money. I mean, not, not, I mean, you know, from the movies I've seen, TV lawyers are usually seen as like, I live in a crappy apartment. Yeah, but that's, yeah, I guess that's true, but I don't know. He makes a lot of money. I think any lawyer just makes a ton of money because yeah. you can charge a lot. Well, sorry, lawyers who listen to this podcast and don't make a lot of money. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> it's not because you're on TV. Just keep listening to us. Yeah. We'll get you through. Larry it. H. Parker. He's there. He'll fight for you. Is that his name? No, that's um, that's a local lawyer that's on TV here. Oh, we are not sponsored by Larry no. H. Parker. <laughs> He's so scary. He's got scary eyes. Anyway. <laughs> Go to his website. Type in other half on <laughs> Use a coupon. Use a promo code. Get 10% off your lawyer. <laughs> uh, and if you don't like him, send him back. <laughs> send him back. <laughs> the people come by and pick him up and box him up right for you. You got 30 days to try him. If you don't like him, send him back. If he's too, if he's too hard a lawyer, send him back. And we also have this deal where if you buy one lawyer, you get you send another one. Every time five people buy a lawyer, one gets sent to poor kids. <laughs> So I mean, they got I mean, lawyers it's a deal too. you have to go with. Yeah, yeah. I have used this lawyer personally, and let me tell you, I have never seen my website look as good. <laughs> Larry H. Parker has got me off the line multiple times, <laughs> multiple copyright infringements that I've caused accidentally, caused. accidentally, oops. allegedly, allegedly. They say, but you know, they can't touch me. I'm above the law. Larry H. Parker. Larry H. Parker. Larry H. Parker. slash other podcast. <laughs> So, um, Tom anyway. Hanks <laughs> appears in um, Denzel Washington's uh, office. Whoa! And like mysteriously? No, he just walks in. Okay. And he <laughs> looks rough. He looks much rougher. He's uh, all his head, his head shaved. Uh huh. He's got um, some. He's like his color is gone. He's got like little lesions, a couple lesions on his face. But Ethan, why? Um, well, here's a great question: Is he walks in and First thing Denzel Washington is, oh, hey, I remember you. Hey, what happened to you? He's like, oh, uh, I have AIDS. He's oh. like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It <laughs> just makes the whole situation kind of awkward. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like very worried about how he's going to do things. He's like, hey, so listen. Um, I believe I was wrongfully terminated from my job because he was fired right. from his job. After he explains it. So he says, what happened was is I lost this 
um, they say I lost this important complaint and luckily they found it in time. But I think what happened was, is I went upstairs on the day after we found it and all the people around the table looked at me and said like, we think you, since you messed up this one time, we need to actually let you go because you're stronger than that or something like that. Right, right. And it's like very obvious that it's like, what are you talking about? And like, it's very obvious all these people don't like him. Right. All of a sudden, which is weird. It's a huge change from like what they said before, which was like, they're so happy to give him this case. You're, and I was yeah, saying, Wonder Boy. And it's like, yes, maybe he almost dropped the ball, but like, and he feels real bad, but like they're acting completely different. And like some people think you have an attitude problem Eesh. and like all the stuff. And he's like, I don't get it. Like, it's just a completely wrong, wrongful termination. Mm-hmm. Um, and blah, blah, blah. So, um, he said, um, Denzel Washington says, you clearly were concealing your illness. Like, why didn't you tell them about it? And he's like, well, that's not the point. The point is, um, I have a right to like conceal my illness because it doesn't pro- ha- uh, hinder my job. Like, right. I've never had that problem where it's ever come up against my job. Like, I don't think that's not why I lost the case. I believe they sabotaged me by hiding this. By giving me AIDS. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they sabotaged them by... Um, Hiding the document uh-huh. and then making it appear at the last minute and making it look incompetent. Those jerks. I know. So, uh, um, uh, I don't like these guys. Exactly. Well, Denzel's like, I can't take this case. It doesn't like you have a case there. And he's like, I understand if you don't want to take it for personal reasons. It's like, yeah, that's probably why. Oh. And I'm like, oh, man. Um, cool. And I was like, what's wrong with Tom Hanks? Like, I don't get it. Tom Hanks is cool. He's a wonder boy. Exactly. Um, I saw Castaway. I've seen, you know. But it was interesting because during this whole conversation, like, Denzel Washington's like looking at everything, kind of like looking at all the stuff he's touched, and he's like, mm. and he goes immediately next thing is him going to the doctor, and the doctor's just like, the HIV, uh, HIV fluid can only be transferred through blood, semen, and other bodily fluids, and he's like, hear that audience? Hear that audience? It's not something that's contagious. <laughs> is he looking directly in the camera as he says it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and Denzel's like, are you sh-? like, oh, I'm just making sure, like, I don't know. He's like, do you want a blood test? And he's like, why are we doing a blood test? I don't know what you do on your personal time. And I personally don't care, but let's do a blood test. He's like, I think I'm okay. And leaves. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So do you think audiences were laughing at that in the theater? I mean, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it, it was weird. It was weirdly played. Um, yeah. so he immediately goes to, um, I guess the next scene is him and his wife and he fully admits. He's like, look, is I'm that preg- Tom Hanks's wife. No, no, no. This is Denzel Washington. Oh, okay. his wife. So he's like, totally. Tom admit- Hanks doesn't have a wife. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> First thing he does is he admits he's prejudiced. Oh, he's damn. like, and then he says some really problematic shit <laughs> that would not fly. Stuff like, I mean, think about it. those guys pumping up together trying to be macho and faggot at the same time. You know, I can't stand that shit. Hey, I'm being totally honest with you, okay? Oh yeah, you are. All right. I got a question for you. Would you accept a client if you were constantly thinking, "I don't want this person to touch me." I don't want him to even breathe on me. Not if I was you, honey. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> oh my God, though. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. You know, honestly, though, that makes a lot of sense for later in the movie because he has a lot of monologues where he's just like, I was always taught that you people were terrible. And like, he has this really weird out of place monologue where he's like, we were supposed to both laugh at you and be scared of you. Like, that's how I was brought up. 
And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, why are you, you're helping this man legally? Like, why are you bringing all this crazy shit up now? Well, it's because he was very, but now it, I was, realize, yeah, it was very obvious that he did not like him. Right, right, right. He did not like him just because he But he's he was grown gay. so much over this case. I know, right? Yeah. It's crazy. It's almost like character development. What? It's an arc. <laughs> it's an arc. Does um, he ever touch him? Um, Not that I've seen. Okay. That's interesting too. Uh, so it's funny to me because he's like, a, he's like, it was shown earlier as doing like the just case, like the very first scene between Tom Hanks and, um, Denzel is Denzel is fighting for what's a just cause saying like these, this neighbor, this building, like he's trying to get this building not to be built in this neighborhood because it's disturbing the peace. It's, it's uprooting all the workers. It's uprooting all these people. And Tom Hanks is arguing like, no, it brings in jobs like corporate, corporate, corporate. And then like, you could tell like Denzel's fighting for the little man sort of thing. So, but it just goes to show that even good people are prejudiced. Sometimes. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, it all just comes down to whether or not you've met that kind of person. I guess that's true. Yeah. And understand them. Um, bah, 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 bah. So, um, he goes and, you know, hangs out in like a library to study for work or whatever and finds okay. that Tom Hanks is also there uh-huh. studying at the library for work. Is Hanks just fucking like, it's like stalking him? No, no. They just happen to be the same place because it's like a law library. Oh, okay. So like, it makes sense. Denzel's doing his own work, researching, mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks is doing his own work, trying to do his own case. Oh, he's still working on mm-hmm. a case? Yeah, well, he's working oh, his on his own case. case. Because okay. another thing I didn't forgot to mention was that when he was talking to Denzel, Denzel said, how many people did you, how many lawyers did you go through for coming to me? And he's like, nine. So Jeez. no one wants to take the case. Um, so and he can't try it himself. He's way too weak. Well, he's fucking going to do it at this point. I so, guess so you have to. Yeah. Um, so Denzel, or, so this is one thing that happened is, He's like, hey, can I get like cases on discrimination and all stuff? And so the library man gives Tom Hanks the book about it. And he's like, do you want a private room to research that? And he's like, no, I'm good here. And he's, he's, you could tell the library man's like not comfortable. He's like, would you be more comfortable if you go into a room like that and research it? And he's like, no, I wouldn't. But would you? Oh, and, oh damn. And he's like, fine, whatever. And like leaves. And then Denzel Washington was like, hey, how you doing? He's like, you, you find a lawyer yet? And he's like, no, I'm the lawyer. <laughs> he's like, oh, are you sure? And he's like, well, let me see. How did they, um, how did they know, um, how did your company know they found AIDS? He's like, oh, they found uh, the partners up at the top found a lesion on my forehead. That's how I determined because it was common knowledge from another lady that they known had it. It's like, oh, interesting. So they're looking through his law book and he says like, finds, found a rule that basically says, it is kind of powerful actually in a lot of ways is it says AIDS is technically treated as like a handicap and you cannot discriminate against a handicap because it's actually a soul. Uh, uh, this is on a preceding law case that the judge ruled is that it's more of a social death that happens before the actual physical death. Interesting. Which is very powerful. It's like they, uh, people with AIDS are socially outcast and before they, lose, they, actually, before die. they actually die. So yeah. at the end, like as soon as they get it, it's an almost an immediate like death sentence from like your social prospects and what you can do and who, who will hang out with you and stuff like that. Wow. And then you just die. Do you think like that's still a thing? Um, I mean, probably less so. I know there's a lot more treatment available. Right. Things like that. And, and it's obviously um, more like, I would hope a little bit more well, you know. It's well, yeah. Most people, are, I mean, they've, a lot of people are now more aware, especially after, I mean, it's interesting seeing how this was compared to like how we were raised. Yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. knowing this stuff. It's like, no one ever talked about like AIDS or HIV to me that much because it's like they're just people with a disease. It's, right. They're not going to do anything to you. Like they're just people. With yeah, a exactly. Sucky disease. It's like MS or something like that. Like 
it's one of those things that people just have, but it's not contagious. So right. Whatever. Like, especially not just, yeah, it's not contagious like easily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, wear protection and stuff like that. That's the, that's the only thing you get. You know? Right. But if you're like a kid, it's not like you're going to get, you know, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, but back then they were probably teaching kids like, oh, absolutely. Oh, stay away. Like, you don't know what that is. And I mean, doing. on top of that, there was also the blatant homophobia that was. Oh, at, totally. You know? So it's just like, uh, it's like another way, another reason to hate like mm-hmm. gay people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, this essence, this they say, this in essence, this handicap is discrimination. Whoa. We have to fight it. <sighs> so um, this is actually pretty funny. So it's very obvious that now he's like, I want to help you with this case. Like, I feel like there's a case. There's, there. there's a law broken. Like you are clearly in the right. It's very clear. Very key point is that he thinks a law is broken after Denzel thinks mm-hmm. and he wants to fix it because that's who he is. He is a just lawyer. Right. Um, despite Even his if, prejudices. Yeah, exactly. So cut to a basketball game where all the players are having a great time and having fun. And some basketball player I don't recognize because it's 93 who recognizes basketball players, especially me. <laughs> is, uh, it Michael, is it Michael Jordan? No, it's not Michael Jordan. Some other guy I don't remember. Is it, is it, is it no. uh, Kobe Bryant? No, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Michael Jordan was busy filming Space Jam at this point. So. <laughs> That's a good point. Just the movie I saw instead of Philadelphia in theaters. So, um, That's probably true. Yeah, actually. Um, so, like, in the door comes the famous basketball player, and then next comes Denzel Washington. He's like, oh, hey. And everyone's like, oh, you're the lawyer from TV. I've seen He's like, yeah, here's your summons for court. And he just gives it to all the partners. And I'm like, man. And then he goes over to the basketball player. He's like, nice to meet you. I love you. Anytime you need a lawyer, here you go. And gives him his card and walks away. And the, the basketball player is like, I will be irrelevant in five years. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no one will remember who I am. Well, maybe they will, but these film nerds won't. <laughs> If there was ever a podcast about this movie, I will be forgotten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they leave, the partners leave, and they start arguing. I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, I want everything about um, Tom Hanks's personal life, like, dug Saw through. Saw through. Yeah, yeah, we want to look, look at everything. Uh, we want to see up the dirt. We want to see all the gross, promiscuous things he's been doing and all these, like, disgust. <clears throat> I want to see his disgusting behavior. Like, I want to bring it all to light. And, like, just says all these huge, just horrible homophobic things. Ugh. And um, some guy just goes, I can't remember what it is. He's kind of the bald. They're all kind of balding, but he's the one who's like really bald uh-huh. um, and a little shorter. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, I don't know if this guy comes from play later because I feel like There's he might. There's a lot of people. But yeah, what does he say? Uh, he says, um, why don't we just settle? Like, why don't we, why do we have to blow this up into a whole thing? Like things are changing. You know, why can't we just settle and just give him the money and then be done with it? He's like, no, I want to, I want to see this like man ruined and all this stuff. And he says, Bob. Andy brought AIDS into our offices, into our men's room. He brought AIDS to our annual cocktail family technique. We ought to be suing him, Bob. Exactly. And I was like, geez. And then he goes, how dare he calls me a bigot? And I'm like, what you are, dude? <laughs> but he doesn't think he is. He that's the important yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about. So, Nobody thinks they're a bigot. Everyone just thinks that they're, you know, accepting so I guess what this, they think is right. So I guess this other guy whose name is Bob, uh, Bob, he says, I guess he made an allusion to he might have already known beforehand that he had AIDS. Okay. Yes, he does come into play later. And okay. he's the only guy who, like, regrets all of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he says, you know, we already knew that, like, beforehand. He's like, wait, did you know that he had AIDS before we fired him? He's like, oh, no, no, I didn't. I actually didn't. I'm sorry. So, but there's like an implied sense that maybe he does. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah. So back to Tom Hanks' house. Uh, go. Oh, sorry. Tom Hanks goes home. There's like a weird video footage of like Antonio Banderas holding the thing, and Tom Hanks is like, "This is my child at home. Check it out." Show off his home life, and it's very clear. This is like 
this is just normal white people family and like look how normal his life is sort of thing and it's like the nice thing about this though is he has a very very supportive family like they're yeah. like they all sit around they all encourage him they're like dude yeah you gotta sue those people like for that wrongful that's lawsuit that's really great of them and he's like yeah I love you guys like it's great and um one thing no what am I talking about no so seven months later Denzel is it already cuts to the trial okay Denzel's, right in the middle of it Denzel's making a case um for the it's jury the jury selection no it's just automatically like the jury's there okay um uh, making a case for why he shouldn't have been fired. And it's very interesting because he doesn't do a great job. He's like, listen, as soon as he had AIDS, these people fired him. And that's what any of us would have done sort of thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? Whoa. Cause like that shit's gross. Like basically said that really basically. Yeah. He basically threw him under the bus. Jeez. And, but he's like, but a law was broken. Like he should have not had that happen. Cause that's the law says against this should have not had a record. And I'm like, not the best way to start off a case, but okay. <laughs> Maybe you know what you're doing, Mr. TV lawyer man. Yeah. Um, All right. Sure. Got to appeal to, you know, that 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 jury. Yeah, the the Midwest jury, I guess. Midwest. See, in a, in a way, this this whole trial is basically the movie. It's trying to appeal to a middle American jury True. to try to like, you know, feel bad for them. So the opposing lawyer says, it's not that he has a disease, it's that he was completely, he was an okay lawyer, but sometimes he was an incompetent lawyer. And that's the reason they fired him. Mm. And also, another fact, he hid this disease from his bosses. And also now, he's suing because he's dying and he's angry. Jeez. I'm like, geez, that's so brutal. Do you know where she was from, by the way? No, I don't recognize her. She was the mom and stepbrothers. Oh, I tried to block that part of my mind now. <laughs> so that explains why I don't recognize her. Yeah, that explains her. it, yeah. Um, so next cut to some people on the stand who are quote unquote satisfied with the work Tom Hanks did mm -hmm. and they ask him and they're like so you really like what do you think of Tom Hanks work he says we completed it to satisfactory way <laughs> and it's like and they're like what are you talking like, about what, what, what and and uh, Denzel looks at his notes and he's like you said he was an exemplary worker and went way above and beyond the call or something like that uh -huh. he's like why are you all of a sudden changing your mind and he like looks at the other lawyers and he's like I meant to say sometimes he did that but for the most part he was satisfactory mm. it's like very obvious he's like what are you being played off and all this stuff and he's the judge is like nah you can't say that stuff <laughs> um, um blah, blah, blah. so they leave and people outside are obviously protesting all this right it's making news what are they pro are they protesting they're, for or they're protesting for uh tom hanks to you know get his uh oh, get his get dues the, get get his money yeah oh. get his like money back because it's like it's fucked up dude right, right. Well, i don't um, know maybe there'd be a bunch of people outside i like, mean there were a couple people out there too who were like ah you're gonna burn in hell and all stuff but right. like for the most part it's very supportive oh that's good um so then um the uh, Denzel Washington's at a bar watching this news happen of him like giving an interview and was like, yeah, we we'll support all this stuff. Like we think everyone should be treated fairly. Like this is um, uh, every man is created equal, not every straight man or something like that. It's like mm -hmm. we should do all this stuff. And then he's at this bar and his dude just goes like, oh, no. oh man, Denzel, you're getting a little light in the loafers. And he's like, <laughs> what? It's just like it's like a forties, fifties way of I saying know. you're a, a, a gay man. Like I don't, I always thought that was weird. I guess maybe because you jump more when you're gay. I don't know. I, I don't know. Can you fly? You bounce? 
Well, you said that he appeared in Denzel Washington's office once, so maybe <laughs> he just flew in. Yeah, I'm trying to mention that part. Yeah, <laughs> the magical gay power flight that explains angels in America. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a weird phrase. But anyways, like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I am, and I'm looking for a hunky man like yourself. And this dude just got freaked the fuck out. He's like, that's not funny. That's <laughs> not funny. Which I always think is an interesting thing. And I'm gonna steal this thing from a comedian I saw online, but like. Anytime a gay man hits on a straight man, like there's some straight men who get like really offended and are mm-hmm. like, what the fuck, man? Like, how dare you do that? Don't you know this stuff? And it's like, dude, like it's accept the compliment. Yeah. It's like someone gives you a hundred dollars in the wrong currency and you're like, <laughs> what you're, the fuck? You're like, what are you doing? It's yeah. like, you get mad? No, he's like, it's a, it's a nice gesture. You don't want it. It's yeah. useless to you, but you know, it's nice. It's a nice it's, gesture. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause later on the same thing happens. They're in court and Denzel Washington starts asking a lot of people he brings up to the stand. Uh-huh. Are you a gay man? Like, are you gay? And they like, you hear the people in like the jury box go like, <gasps> and you hear like the audience go like, are shocked. And the guy's like, how dare you? And it's just like, what? Like, just say no. Like, you know, why are you acting in this like crazy way? You know, like, how mm. dare you ask me what my, you know, yeah. like, you know, it's just like, say no. Sometimes I exclude masculinity of like, the, how dare you question that? that? That makes me feel sad. Yeah, it's just strange. But I can't show that because I'm a manly man. I'm angry, I'm angry, but I'm also scared. Yeah. It's really interesting. I never really thought about it until like, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's interesting how, uh, you know, years ago when people were like super against gay people, there was a lot of people saying, like, people would be like, uh, I'm not homophobic. Homophobic means I'm scared of gay people. I hate them. You know, like, you ever yeah. hear that? And it was just like, I think, like, in a bit, people are scared. We're scared of gay people. It's just people. one of those things where it's like you don't understand, understand. understand them. And it's like, yeah, I, but, like, maybe you should get to understand you them. understand and, and realize they're just, just normal people. people. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just interesting how people back then were like thrust thrust this image of what a gay man was which was like a scary person a dangerous person a funny person all thrown in together and it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. they're just fucking people like you know yeah there and are scary straight people there are funny straight say, people like there's a wide range of gay people and like none of them really fit the stereotype no yeah because yeah. it's like everyone has this kind of projection of, especially back then it's like this is a projected what a gay person's like yeah, it's yeah. like no, it's not true. It's at also all. on a, it's all on a spectrum anyway. So exactly. it's you know, it's it's just strange. It's just really interesting to see this movie at this time and period. And it's not even that long ago. Like this is no. like this is like within our lifetimes. Oh, absolutely. And like it just seems we were we even were alive. now it just seems like forever ago. really backward and like weird and it's just like hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks, Modern Family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, that's a, I feel like that's another example of doing the same sort of thing where it's just like we're just gonna show these this uh, gay couple just, and like have a family and like yeah. see how like normal people yeah, normal they have people. they have to deal with issues just like family. everyone else yeah yeah um, I think that helped out a lot I think just showing I think so like, totally too especially hearing some people I know that are very conservative like oh yeah modern family is great and I'm like yeah even even though the there's people? something in there you don't necessarily support yeah like, oh, that's funny like you're alright I think it helps like I remember. Like I grew up in Bakersfield. I was homophobic for quite a bit part of my life when I was a mm. kid. I never had met a gay person. Yeah, I think that's the same way for me. Like I was just like it was just one of those things where it's just like between like maybe some like religious upbringing and mm-hmm. just kind of like the culture in the area of just like you know kids are shitty. They're just gonna make them anything that's different. Right. Exactly. So if someone's have like they're like wow that person's gay. It's like wow let's make fun of that. Wow that person has like is bald. Let's make fun of that. Like yeah. they're all gonna make fun of different things. Right. 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 Just because they're slightly different. To and, be fair, a bald child is pretty funny. I mean. <laughs> 
Yeah. But no, like, but the minute you start meeting and interacting with people who are different from you, you're like, oh, they're, they're different in one way, but in a lot of ways they're exactly like everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're human beings. Anyway. Wow. wow, we're saying really crazy things and groundbreaking stuff. <laughs> well, you know, in, in the year of this movie, we are. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, right. we're, very... we're being crazy. <laughs> crazy progressives over here. <laughs> Look out, guys. <laughs> anyway, so the Denzel Washington fake hits on this guy and he's really offended. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, but then I was like, oh, that's funny. Like Denzel's kind of living over. He's like, nah, man, he just broke a law. I totally am 100% against everything he does. In fact, homos make me sick. Right, right, right. And right. I'm like, damn. And People are gonna like, steal that like word you just said. Although, oh yeah, and make it and put it in like a thing where they gonna yeah <laughs> say all those things and you know, take it out of context. Great, I'm looking forward to it. Um. Anyway, so, so anyway, it's also weird because the, the bartender is like, well, at least we can agree on one thing. Those uh those Fruit Loops make me sick or something like that. I can't remember Fruity Tooties, something like that. Yes. Some weird slur. Yeah. Um. I like, I'm like, I like Fruit Loops. I think they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I also like Tutti Fruities. What are Tutti Fruities? I think they're like that like gum, right? Are they? Are they like a gummy? I think they're like a gummy thing. I can't That's remember. Right. I think I ate it and I was like, this is good. I like the flavor. I definitely it, prefer Fruit Loops though. You never even had Tutti Fruities. How do you know? No. <laughs> How do you know? You, don't be scared of what you don't understand. You're right. Mike. Maybe if I just hung out with Tutti Fruities for a little bit, I'd realize they're just like me and you. <laughs> Soft and squishy. <laughs> And kind of sweet. And <laughs> pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, so they brought up the lady to stand and it's the lady who we mentioned earlier in the podcast who said she got, uh, she has. Oh, the lady. That's who, this yeah. is the one how the, um, the law firm understood that probably Tom Hanks had AIDS because they looked at her, her symptoms right, and right, deduced right. because she admitted she had AIDS, but she did not get fired. From a transfusion. From a transfusion. And. They're like, okay, that's fine. And then the opposing lawyer comes up and is like, hey, it wasn't like the reason you had, why is the reason you have AIDS? And she's like, oh, because of like a blood transfusion. So it's not your fault then. Mm. It's not because of your behavior. And she's like, yeah, but, and there's like the rest of the case. And then she's like, yeah, but I don't think that makes a difference because all people who face my same problems have that. No one deserves this disease. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, whatever. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so then another coworker from, um, uh, Tom Hanks firm, firm yeah, yeah, comes up and she's still working there and she protests or protests, uh, testifies. She pulls a sign. <laughs> she pulls a sign. She just protests outside. No, she testifies that, um, oh yeah, she's like, so have you faced any uh, discrimination at work? She's like, uh, yeah. Um, my earrings, one of the people said that one of the partners of the firm did not like them because they were too ethnic. By the way, she's an African-American lady. Oh, okay. Um, she's, she's not a white lady who's wearing too ethnic of earrings. Yeah, yeah, that'd be weird too. That's weird in a whole other level. I mean, I would be like, yeah, you should be appropriating culture, yeah. lady. Take them off. <laughs> no, um, so she said, yes, can you wear earrings that are more American and smaller? Jeez, really? Yeah, and, and like, oh. And it's like, then the opposing lawyers come up. They say like, oh, well, you just got promoted, right? And she's like, yes, I did. She's like, would you say there's no discrimination then? And it's like, she's like, I can't really explain it, but I think there's still discrimination. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah. there's no way to probably explain it. It's like, yeah, just because you got promoted does not mean that you, like, really had to work hard to get there, harder than the other person, or the fact that, you there know. There still isn't a bit of, you know, like, looking down at you. Exactly. Yeah. They're still not like, oh, I'm a little because she did good, I guess. But, like, man, she's really got to change. like... Well, she is. She has to stop wearing those earrings. These earrings. I'm like, yeah. That's weird. Um, those ethnic earrings. Yeah, they weren't even like that big. Did you see like, the earrings? Yeah, she's like had earrings. How are they on. ethnic? Uh, they're bigger. 
They weren't uh, like little small like studs or anything. See, that's they, the bullshit they, they thing. Hang. It's just that a black lady was wearing. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, so we cut to Denzel. He's hanging out, and some he meets a law student at like a uh, drugstore. Uh huh. And uh, the Lewiston's like, oh hey, I'm impressed. How's the case going? He's like, oh yeah, TV lawyer. Yeah, he's like, yeah, cool. He's like, very impressed with your case. Like, where do you go? It's like, oh, I go to um, the local law school. I forgot the name of this local. Okay. And he's like, oh great, I think it's Purdue. And he's like, oh, it's a very nice law school. Like, I'm glad you know. Are you second year? He's like, yeah. He's like, really like getting like um, bonding and all. So he's like, oh cool. Here's my card. Let me know when you get out, and we'll uh, we'll talk, and maybe we we'll get your job or something. He's like, oh cool. And he says, hey. Um, you want to get like a beer or something? I'm really tired of my workout. And he's like, oh no, I got to get back to my wife. And then the guy leans forward and says like, hey man, like, you know, I don't, I don't pick up guys usually up at the drugstore or whatever. And he's like, what the fuck, man? He freaks out. <laughs> oh, and it's like, um, he's like, what do you mean you're doing that? He's like, dude, like, I just, it's like, do I look like I'm gay? And he's like, do I look like I'm gay? <laughs> Which is a great line. And he's That's like, a great line. And he just walks away. He's like, just, and then grabs them and pulls them over the counter a little bit and like makes a mess. Jesus. Place on and he's like, this is why people don't like you. Jesus. And then walks away. He's Ugh. like, he's like, and eh, whatever. And the other guy just shrugs it off. I mean, like, he's like, I see a hate crime in here every week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's a black gay dude. He probably faces a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, so now we have a lady who's talking about how this complaint got lost in the first place and she said they found it in central filing at the end where at the last minute um because apparently tom hanks must have put it there by accident mm-hmm. which is where they put all the cases that are finished so they finally found it though just in time and she's like crying and all that stuff and very oh, sad i'm sorry and then um denzel washington hints a hanky hanky to her and then it's your half the movie oh okay uh, I jumped. I jumped in at a weird part where he was yelling at someone. Oh, <laughs> and called him a bunch of gay slurs in court. Um, in court. Wow, you must we must have missed a part. Then I think we missed a part. But yeah, he was screaming at the top of his lungs. He was calling this guy like, you know, Who? Denzel I don't Washington? remember. Yeah, Denzel Washington was saying it in court. He was screaming at this like white guy about it. And I don't know who. I don't know why. What the heck? I don't know. Part. I think we missed a part. But either way, um, then the judge is like, "Look, you cannot do this in my court. You can't just beat." screaming at people that's crazy and he's like you approach the bench and so he's like what what are you doing like you gotta stop doing this and then he's like look this is not a case about a guy who lost his job because he had aids this is a case about a guy who's gay and people uh are acting the way that they are because he's a gay man you know Mm -hmm. like that that was what he was saying and it seems like he's learned a lot now i honestly i had no idea that he was ever homophobic at all homophobic oh he's extremely homophobic i thought i was i was like this is really cool that this like you know this lawyer wanted to help him out like that's awesome i I honestly it it didn't feel like that at all weird (laughs) it was really strange um skip so far ahead uh so then um they bring up a navy guy and denzel's like hey you were in the navy um you ever fuck people like (laughs) (laughs) he's basically like you were on this boat for a year or for like a year with only guys did anybody ever do anything and the guy's like uh, i knew one guy like that he would walk around naked and being crazy and uh we told him to stop and he's like oh well, how'd you do like deal with that and he goes well we um we dealt with it he's like how he's like we uh shoved his head in a used toilet that we had all shit in 
And it was just like, what the fuck? That's a bit of an overreaction. Um, But then he's like, and he's, he's, uh, he says, uh, is that also like, you're like, this is how you respond to someone who is gay or is doing this thing. Is that also how you feel about Tom Hanks? You Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And it's just like, um, He says that he feels bad for people like Melissa who contracted the disease through no fault of their own. So is this one the this is one of the partners, right? This is one of the partners, okay. I think. And it's just like I lo- I don't love it, but I I like that li- that line where he goes, "I feel bad for Melissa who contracted this disease through no fault of her own." Where it's like it was Tom Hanks's fault that he has AIDS. Mm-hmm. That is a crazy stance to take. Mm-hmm. Like that's nuts. Like no one, you know, like uh, no one is at fault for contracting AIDS unless, you know, like, it's just like he just had sex with a guy who had AIDS at the time. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that the guy had AIDS at the time, you know? like And it was also, like, not as well understood, like, hey, wear a condom and you'll be fine. Like He says, yeah, later on, Tom Hanks is like, I, we had heard that it was, like, the gay cancer, the gay plague, but, like, I didn't hear much from it. I didn't know how easily it was contracted. Yeah, or how, like, especially back then, it's like, how do you... You, there's no way to protect like people who's like oh well even if he but the thing is it's like are for preventing pregnancy I don't even wear that even if he did though like even if he knew that mm-hmm. there were people out having he, not only that like condoms do not completely protect it either totally. but it's like even if he did know like don't go out and have sex with people Tom Hanks you know young man who's you know in the world you yeah. know it's just like don't do that mm-hmm. and it's just like it's an impossible thing to want to force on another person uh, but later on, we actually figure out that he was in a relationship with Antonio Banderas at the time. Hmm. So he was being like promiscuous, which is, I think, what the uh, other people were trying to push. Which, oh, yeah, so he yeah. wasn't being uh, loyal to his partner. Or he wasn't lo- being loyal to his partner. So then he definitely deserves to get AIDS. I think that was basically their argument, which is not a good one to hold again. Because no. it's also like no one fucking deserves to get AIDS. Yeah. Jerks. Uh, so then we cut to Antonio Banderas and he's helping Tom Hanks out with his treatment. He's got like shit in his veins. Um, and I guess his veins are like closing up, so Ugh. it's not working. I know. Mm. And Antonio Banderas is like really sad and angry about all this because Tom Hanks just doesn't want to do treatment tonight. He goes, "This is helping you. This is working. You know, this is helping you live." And he's like, "Oh, you're just gonna miss me when I'm gone." Antonio Banderas is like, "No." And they, <laughs> but you can tell he's just angry with him. And he cut back to Tom Hanks, and this part was like really good. Now. I brought up the fact that the guy made uh, uh, Science of the Lambs directed this movie. Mm-hmm. And I brought that up for a reason because a lot of the dialogue scenes are like straight on, like looking the person in the eye, mm-hmm. which is a very clever way of doing this because it ve- it humanizes the person that you're talking to, mm-hmm. especially somebody like Tom Hanks, who's like a gay man who's got AIDS. If you have, you know, an audience full of people who've never even met a gay person and you put them in a theater where you look in the, a, a character who's gay and has AIDS dead in the eye, it's a, you know, it's an, it's a thing. It's an interesting thing to do. And so this scene is like so emotional because you see on Tom Hanks's face, he's like, he knows he's going to die. He knows he's not going to be around with Antonio Banderas anymore. And he's like, you know what? I am going to, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to start planning my memorial service. And Antonio Banderas is like, maybe you should. And you see on Tom Hanks's face, he's like, yeah, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You see on his face like he doesn't want to die. He doesn't want to plan that. He doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't want to think that far ahead. And then it transitions by like a flip. Like the, the frame flip pans. Ah, uh, yeah, the 90s. It was really bizarre because this was a really emotional scene. Like straight on on Tom Hanks' face. Flip! And now <laughs> we're at a party. And he's just like at like a costume party dressed up like a bunch of military people and hanging out with everybody. That shows how different 
The mood is. The mood is. Yeah, it's like now we're happy. And he's at the party and um, it's full of gay people and uh, Denzel and his wife are there. They're the only like straight people there. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, Denzel's so progressive. He's hanging out with all these gay his people. W- yeah, I was going to say, it, earlier scene when he was saying how homophobic he was to his wife. Yeah. Um, she's like, I have tons of gay friends. Aunt, like, my aunt is gay. And she's like, what? That woman is gay? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. It's like, since when? Since she was born, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? I don't, I don't understand. And then, was- he, then he says to his daughter, which is worst, he says like, Oh, I love you, but you stay away from your aunt. And I'm like, oh, she's like, don't say that. Jeez. And I'm like, yeah, don't say that. That's fucked up. Holy moly. So I guess he needs to, he's going to be putting Tom Hanks on the stand and they need to prepare. Um, so they're going to prepare that night. They sit down. The scene was really good, by the way. They're going to prepare. They sit down at, at this table and he's like, how did you get to work at this, like, you know, this law firm? And Tom Hanks is like, do you pray? Denzel Washington and he's like yeah I pray what do you pray for that's not the answer to the question I want but I pray that you know some team is gonna win you know sports sports I pray for for sports you know me and then he's like now answer the question and he goes do you like opera Denzel's like I don't know much opera he's like I love opera and he like turns this opera song on and there's this really long scene where we're just we're following Tom Hanks and the scene is really normally lit at first. And then it starts to get darker and like redder. And he's talking about what this aria is all about. This, this song in the, mm-hmm. in the opera. It's about this woman whose mom died for her to live. And how this woman is, her life has always has been terrible and sad and miserable. But she's given so much to other people. And she you know, and that she's like a God, she's love personified. And the song is so hopeful and sad. And it's like a really fucking beautiful scene. And then Denzel's just like, all right, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> and he just leaves and he goes home and he kisses this isn't his football. Yeah. <laughs> and he kisses his daughter and he hugs his wife. And I'm like, cool. You didn't prepare though. So uh, then it's the next day and Hanks is on the stand. And he's like, I have this great opera song. He's like, yeah. He's like, so how did you get to the, he goes, you ever hear you like opera? <laughs> the, whole, the whole courtroom turns slightly red. Yeah. <laughs> Lies dim. Uh, so uh, Tom Hanks is talking up his old boss. Charles Wheeler, his old boss. His name okay. Is. He's like, I loved him. He was a great guy. He's the kind of lawyer I wanted to be. And then um, he's like, Denzel's like, did you ever tell him that you were gay? And he goes, I don't bring personal stuff into the office. That was my place. It's true. He actually did bring that when a lawyer or a reporter came up to him when they're leaving the, the office. He says like, they're like, is this a gay rights thing? And he's like, I don't think that matters. I just want to get my thing right. But yes, I, and he's like, but you're gay, right? And he's like, well, yes, I am. But I don't see how that matters in this sort of situation. Right, right, right. And that's what he says. He's like, I didn't bring it up, but then I wanted to. Like, I wanted to tell him, but then we were out playing racquetball and we were hanging out in the spa and they haven't even like cut to it. And there's all these old men sitting around in their, t- their towels. And one of them is like, says this really homophobic joke. Like, it was really bad. Like, what was it? It was, it was, how do you know when a gay guy is orgasmed? Or no, how does an or, how does a gay guy fake an orgasm? Mm-hmm. He, he shoots a bunch of, like, uh, he, what is it? Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just really homophobic. Okay, okay. I don't even want to repeat it. Okay. I can't even remember it if I want to. <laughs> uh, but it's really bad. And they, like, 
there's a slow pan to Tom Hanks in this scene, and you can see he's so upset that somebody said that. And then he's, and then uh, Denzel's like, "Well, how did you feel about that?" And he goes, "I felt relieved." And Denzel's like, "Relieved?" And he goes, "Relieved I didn't say anything. Relieved I didn't tell anybody that I was gay because they would look, I mean, differently, you know." Mm-hmm. Um, and so then uh, he says that he loves law because every now and again you get to be part of justice happening. And while he says that, he like looks over at the the lawyers. The lawyers. Cross examination time. Connie, the other lawyer lady. Um, she asks him he's, if he's ever been to a gay adult theater mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I've, I've, I've been there before. And he asks if you've ever had sex with a stranger during the 80, 84 and 85 during the outbreak of AIDS. And Hanks, as he's being asked these questions, is just looking more and more sickly and flushed, like really, you know, ugly, as you would say. Hey. And, <laughs> and then Connie asks if he did anything. Connie asks if he did everything he could to keep people from knowing that he was gay. And uh, he says, no, I didn't do everything I could because I didn't lie. I never said, mm. you know, I never lied to anybody that I wasn't gay. I just never talked about it. Yeah. Um, then she's like, you were, so you had sex with a stranger during the outbreak of the AIDS crisis at this adult theater while you were in a relationship with a gay man. You could have passed it off to him, right? And he's like, I didn't. And she goes, but you could have, couldn't you? He's like, yeah, I probably could have. And then she picks up a mirror and she walks over to him and she says, you say that you were fired because people saw lesions all over your face. I don't see any lesions on you. And then she puts a mirror up to his face and he's like, do you see any on yourself at all? And she, he's like, no, I don't see any right now. But I promise you at the time there were lesions all over me. And she goes, but you don't see anybody now, do you? And he goes like, no. And then she goes off. Okay. And then... Denzel, he says, he's like, I'm going to redirect. I'm going to go in five more minutes. I got to redirect this. And he brings up the mirror and he's like, is there any part of you that has lesions that um, were similar to the ones on your face at the time? And he's like, yeah, there's a bunch of lesions all over my chest. And he goes, can you show it to the jury? And he unbuttons his shirt and everyone's like, oh, you can't do this. You know? And he's like, what? I got to prove to people that he has lesions on him. So he does his shirt and everyone sees it. And the jury is like in tears immediately. They're like, oh my God, that's terrible. Mm -hmm. See all the lesions on him. And it's like fucking slam dunk, boy. (laughs) (laughs) You basically won this shit. So then uh, Wheeler, Hanks' boss, is on the stand. And he says he didn't fire him because he had AIDS. And Hanks is looking really out of it at this time. He's like, you know, everything's getting all like crazy and weird and distorted. And Denzel asks Wheeler if he's gay. And that's when I'm like, everyone's like, oh, my God, how could you believe that? And he starts asking all these really leading questions. Like, I'm surprised that the judge is allowing these leading questions. He's like, have you ever fucked a guy or whatever? Like, weird shit. (laughs) Okay. And it's just like, why you? You can't ask those kinds of questions in court. You have to, like, you're not, you can't lead the witness, you know? But he's doing that. But it's a fucking movie, so nobody gives a shit. (laughs) And then he says, Wheeler says, look, I fired Hanks because he broke the rules. And Denzel's like, what rules? And he goes, the rules in the Old and the New Testament. Maybe you should read them. Mm, yeah. Okay, so now, now it's not incompetence Now anymore. he knows. Yeah, now we know. And then Hanks collapses onto the courtroom and is rushed to the hospital. Because he's in bad ways. Bad shape. He's in bad shape. So then we see the guy that you said, you saw earlier, that mm-hmm. said that he suspected that Hanks had AIDS. Bob or whatever. Yeah. And he says that he didn't tell anybody. He knew he never even said anything to Tom Hanks. 
but he says he's going to regret the decisions that he's made since then for the rest of his life. Like he really regrets this case having ever gone forward, basically. Yeah. I mean, you want to settle it. And he just, did. Yeah. So then we see the jury deliberation and it's a really bad scene. It's like one guy, no one else is talking. He goes, you know, you know, one thing I don't get is they say that he, uh, wasn't a good lawyer, but then they give him the best case. Like, what if there was a plane and it was a really important flight and they gave it to like a rookie? I wouldn't do that. That just doesn't make sense to me. And everyone's like, yeah, I guess so. I'm like, cool. I mean, yeah, they're right. Yeah, sure. I don't know why I saw that scene, though. I just I would have rather just see the outcome of it. I don't want to see this guy talking. So then um, they award Tom Hanks nearly five million dollars. Wow. Denzel wins. And um Connie, after after all this, the lady lawyer's like, I'm going to appeal this. You know, this isn't the end of me, but it's the end of the movie, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to Hanks in the hospital, and the doctor says that Hanks has completely lost his vision. Ugh. And I know. And Denzel goes to visit Hanks, and Hanks is looking so bad. He looks like he's dying. He probably he's, is. He's, I mean, you know, Tom Hanks didn't. Well, yeah. He's still around, buddy. Uh, he's bald and he's so tiny. Like they did this really good effect where he's like sinking into the the bed. Mm-hmm. So it looks like his arms are incredibly small. Mm. Like it's crazy. Apparently he lost like 40 pounds for this role. Yeesh. Yeah, it's crazy. And so then he's thanking Denzel and Denzel, he like, he takes his like oxygen mask off to talk to him. And then he's like, Ugh. he's like, he can't breathe. And Denzel helps him with the mask and he puts the mask back on his face. And it's like mm. this great moment of like, he's come so far, Denzel Washington, the character. And so Hanks looks up and he smiles and everyone shuffles out of the room and everyone's saying their goodbyes and they love him. And it's very somber. And then Antonio Banderas closes the hospital door behind everyone that's leaving and he turns the lights off and he kisses Tom Hanks' fingers and Tom Hanks is like, I'm ready. And then Antonio Banderas takes a pillow and shoves it on Tom Hanks' (laughs) face. Are you believing me right now? No. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It just cuts and he's dead. And, um, Tom Hanks is dead. Did he ever plan his memorial? No, but I think that was the thing is he's like, I'm ready to plan, to plan it. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'm ready to die. Yeah, okay. Either way, he dies. And we see this big shot of a room full of emotion and remembrance. And everyone is there. Even people from the company. That one guy who said he regretted all this. He's there like at the memorial at the at the service. Probably have a dope ass memorial with that settlement. I know, right? <laughs> it's honestly, it's just OK. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, honestly, if he was smart, he'd probably send it to something else instead of a dope ass memorial. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to spend five million dollars. this memorial. I'm going to have crazy DJs and shit. <laughs> I want to blow it all yeah. after I die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And it's pretty much the end of the movie. It goes out to Neil Young's a Neil Young song. This was based off a real case, right? This is based on a real thing that happened. Um, None of the names were used. Actually, after the credits, it says that it was inspired because they didn't use the names. Yeah, like the leading questions, things like that. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is I think the family wasn't happy with how the movie did it stuff, apparently. Mm, I I guess they weren't super pleased with certain how certain things were were done. But either way, um, that's the end of the movie. It was all right. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was a good movie. It's really emotional. It, it's aged. It has it's aged. Definitely aged. Um, yeah. It's an interesting time capsule to see how, you know, a movie, like a mainstream movie, had to deal with the subject of gay people and AIDS. Yeah. Especially like, yeah, it's such a just, um, like they should, they don't pull any punches except, yeah, like they don't pull any punches, but like, it's such a like, oh, well, it's Tom Hanks. I love it. I'll go see yeah. this. It's interesting how like, earlier in the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned how like, they didn't get a gay person to obviously play lane lead because they, uh, the idea was that they wanted to attract as many people as possible. But I think nowadays you could probably get away, with, like do that, like have a gay person be the main lead. Cause 
Is Matthew McConaughey gay? No. Well, then I guess Dallas Buyers Club isn't ahead oh, of the term, fuck, isn't it? You're right. You can't do that. Oh, is the gay character in um uh, uh the new Beauty and the Beast played by a gay man? Mm. No. Still happens, buddy. Damn, Get over dude. it. Look, man, I tried. Fucking sucks. I bro. tried to love a positive outlook on life. No, I tried man. to say, you it know, it still fucking happens. It it happens every goddamn day. I mean, but if you want to if you want to look at it another way, you do get gay actors who play straight characters all the time too. That's like Neil true. Patrick Harris plays straight people all the time. That's true, but that's eh. Jonathan Groff in uh, Mindhunters plays that's a straight true. man. Yeah, but, but like I don't know. It is. It's a. It's a little bit of shame, though, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit of shame. The thing is, you still have middle of America, and you still need to appeal to them. And so. I don't think I, don't, I. I'm ready. I'm sure a lot of other people are, but I think a lot of people need a straight guy to play a gay guy in a movie in order to sadly relate to them. So strange to me. That is really strange. But whatever. That's how it goes, I guess. Um, Actually, is Matthew McConaughey's character gay in Dallas Buyers Club? I just know he has AIDS. I think he is. I can't remember. Either way, I know the other character that's supposed to be uh, gay uh, is played by a straight man. The guy who played the Joker in uh, Suicide Squad. Jared Leto? Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But you know what happens all the time is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a common It's occurrence. not as bad. Like, you have you have a, um, a modern family where half of the gay couple is a gay man. Wow, that's really progressive. There. I know, right? <laughs> so helpful. Steps, man. I mean, you know, you, you, have, you have gay people on Disney Channel now. Like, that's, that's true. That's really great. It's true. Not played by gay actors some, most of the time, but it's, know, it's fine. You, <laughs> you just made me feel like you popped my bubble, man. I was like all optimistic. I'm like... They could probably not do this now. No, they Apparently would, they still, would still cast Tom Hanks in a fucking heartbeat. <sighs> the way it works. Fucking uh, transparent. They don't even get a trans person to play the trans character. You know what? You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. And you know what is even funnier? In uh, Who do they get to play the transparent and transparent? Uh, Jeff. Uh, uh, God dang it. What his, the goddamn is his name? His freaking name. Jeff. Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Right. He also plays a character that is turning into a woman for a joke in Arrested Development. Remember that shit? Does he turn into a woman? Yeah, yeah remember? Right, yeah, he's yeah. constantly playing. He's wearing wigs and he's like, oh, I feel more comfortable in this. And it's played as a joke. Yeah, that's true. Happens all the time. Yeah, we are right. we are not as far as I think a lot of people want to feel like they are, but we're better. We're definitely better. True. Yeah. Definitely better. Especially when stuff like this you can see and be like, wow, that's straight up shocking. Mm-hmm. You know, you like you can't, well, at least, I don't know, in our friend groups, obviously, we don't say stuff like that, but I mean, like, you probably can find people who say that still, but it's definitely oh, yeah. less out there. Yeah, well, now, if somebody says it in a movie, it's just like, can you believe they said that? Mm-hmm. Or back in the day, it's like, you can make jokes about that all the time. Yeah, I mean, and they're trying to get that time period, like, that's the only time it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was, it definitely felt like an old Oscar bait film. Yeah, it kind of did. Yeah, like, the music was very, like, uh, emotional mm-hmm. and, like, uh, you know, but like good performances by everyone, like especially. Um, I was very impressed with everybody. I yeah. really liked Denzel Washington. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Again, I only saw him in the last half when he was being a cool guy, but I really, I, I really liked him. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. He was, he's really good. He, you know, uh, he's definitely a very different character from uh, the last movie we saw of his Training Day. Yeah, man. you know, very much so. Very different. But yeah, I mean, it's good to have a movie like this where you kind of have to show that people have to get to know someone, and then you know they understand it a little bit more. You that's know true. That? That's why diversity is important, man. That's what That's we have celebrate on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, because we don't want to celebrate real Thanksgiving because there might be some actual problems there. There's some pretty problematic shit that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully 
Hanks, Tom Hanks continues to be a good person and nothing bad comes God. out and there's no allegations. Did you see that? Did you see that Twitter? That was like a yeah. fake one. Yeah, and the it, fake one where he's like, he murdered five people. Oh, no, I didn't oh. read that one. It was, it was like, woman accuses Tom Hanks and then you click it and it says, being a nice guy. Something like that. And I'm like, ah, no. Oh, man, that would, I don't know what we would do. It would be so fucking embarrassing. Oh, like, God. sad, dude. No. Yeah. No. Well, you know what? Let's just hope on this day of Thanksgiving. Let's give Hanks that nothing bad has come out for him yet. Yes, so. <laughs> Take us out of here, Mike. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for dropping by for this year's Thanksgiving. Um, if you want to listen to our past episodes, you can find them on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says. We will give Hanks for that, for you to do that. Definitely. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter if you want to uh, see us post there. I'll be posting this year's Thanksgiving greeting card there so you can send it to all your friends it's, uh, based on the movies that we've done that year I don't know I don't know. so yeah check it out there um, and if you want to send us a suggestion for movies uh, please email us at email at the other half sounds good to me sounds great to me send us some new ones we need them we knew uh, especially for the new year we've got some good stuff lined up for Christmas but you know we have a whole other year gotta fill it you gotta fill it so um, thank you everyone and uh, yeah, let's just uh, let's just give Hanks for you know the things we love, the people that we have in our lives, people we've lost, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and uh, enjoy the food. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, uh, have a good, great Thanksgiving, everybody. Good night, everyone. I feel so thankful. I know. <laughs> <laughs>